Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Talk Blurdy to Me. You are hanging out with your hostesses, with the mostesses, Mari and Lana. And today we've got a special guest. We've got a not Grammy nominated, but Grammy winning producer Mono Polly with us. And he's done some great work with Thundercat and Kendrick Lamar and a ton of other wonderful artists. So we are so happy to have him joining us today. How are y'all doing? Pretty good. I'm great. How are you guys? Good. I, I'm good. This is maybe one of the earliest podcasts we've ever recorded, so I'm still fully awake. <laughs> I was going to say, we normally record at like 2 o'clock in the morning for some reason. We just thrive off that really? night recording. Yeah, I feel like that's, uh, that's when you come alive. Well, it is. You release more DMT See? at that time. So it is. It's also an important time to create at that time make art oh that makes sense that's why i draw i do my best drawing at like two yeah. o'clock in the morning yeah that's that's the time good to know okay sleep deprivation key to creativity good to know <laughs> it's also when i eat food randomly in the middle of the night too with the creativity <laughs> going i eat chicken nuggets all kind of stuff in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> see that's why i told you the key is keep the nuggets out of your house and then you just starve <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning instead. Mm, I know that proverb. <laughs> that ancient proverb, yes. <laughs> on that note, we will jump back in. This is going to be a little different because I know we know we normally talk about nerdy stuff, you know, video games and anime. And we'll, we'll dabble in that a little bit. But this is another, you know, topic that's pretty close to Lana and Mai's heart. Uh, we both love music. And we did tell you this would also be random stuff that we care about. So welcome to a not super nerdy, nerdy version of Talk Blurdy to me. Um, but to start us off, I had a question because I was like looking up Bakersfield and um, oh, apparently no. it, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> okay, look, first of all, it sounds like a lovely place, okay? <laughs> um, Mari's not from California. <laughs> It's true. Oh, I could, I could tell. I, oh well. Excuse, oh, excuse me. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm um, serious, but no, it's fine. A lot of people can tell <laughs> like, you're not from around here. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Bakersfield sounds lovely. <laughs> like Bakersfield. Well, I'm taking my next vacation. Um, but no, I saw that it was like known for country music. Like it's one of the founding places for country music. Yeah, Buck Owens. Stuff like that, the country uh, singer. I think so. And he yeah. like retired in Tennessee and opened up like a bar or something. Oh, I don't, I don't know all the other stuff about him. <laughs> I might have made that up. <laughs> That's his new uh, uh, backstory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he has a lot of streets in Bakersfield, and he has a restaurant museum there too. Buck Owens, him and Merle Haggard are pretty big in Bakersfield. Hmm. hmm. Well, yeah. you learn something like new corn. every day. Yeah. Not corn. country, but yes, corns from Bakersfield. Yeah. Oh, I did not like, know that. Okay. Yeah. I, when, when I actually, I didn't even get to meet those guys, but they also were like working at Buck Owens old studio. I, get, I don't know if they like took it over or what. But yeah. I have some friends that are like electronic producers working on like a corn remix album at the time. And that was like the only time I was like around like, their stuff. I never really got to meet like Jonathan Davis or anything, but 
Um, yeah, so that, yeah. that's a thing too. Huh. I didn't know. Well, first of all, I didn't know Corn had like an electronic remix album that came yeah, out. Yeah, so. I had a bunch of like <laughs> that producers like uh, Skrillex and the homie um, 12 Planet and oh. stuff. Yeah. I feel like I need to hunt this down. Like, I don't like Corn, but I might like this remix album. You don't like Corn? Corn's the shit. I'm not a Corn fan. I tried. I mean, a lot of people hate on. A lot of people try to hate on this shit now, but yeah, like, back in the day, they were doing some dope shit to me. Yeah, I feel like they yeah. were very popular. Like, clearly, they had something going. Yeah, I like their music. I like some of their music. I, I remember they were. I think one of their songs is on the Queen of the Damned album. It's like the first time I heard Corn growing up. Oh, that might why. be true. <laughs> it is. It's like in the some random part, but I think it's called "Why Won't You Die" or something like that, where that's one of the lyrics. Yeah. I see that feels like it'd be up my alley. I grew up on like the punk rock of Fall Out Boy. And I mean, you know, I know that's a little bit more angsty, but you know. <laughs> uh. Look, don't ug at me, all right? I still listen to Fall Out Boy. I was listening to that this morning. I woke up to Fall Out Boy, got dressed. <laughs> Fall Out Boy, I put on your Fall Out Boy pajamas. That's right. That my, right. <laughs> I've seen them at concert, Fallout Boy, not on purpose. I just, I just <laughs> First of all, like, <laughs> that comment didn't need to be made. <laughs> a threat. I mean, it wasn't a. I hate Fallout Boy, but it was like literally. I happened to go to like a concert, and Fallout Boy was performing. I've seen them, um, Cobra Starship, just just going to free concerts, and yeah, yeah they're performing. Three hundred three too. Uh, oh, 303. That's from Denver. Repping my squad. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> tell them to come back. <laughs> I don't even know if they're still together. Um, yeah, I've seen Fall Out Boy. I've seen Panic at the Disco. That was my other mm -hmm. one. Paramore. Paramore was my jam. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen some of them. But, well, yeah. Corn? No. Well, I, I <laughs> enjoy some corn here and there. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's been a while, but I, when I listen to it, I. I, I just really I, I get why they were like popping back then, you know. Yeah, they yeah, for sure. Me, so, so I guess on the topic of since I listened to like Panic and stuff, what what my question was going to be, what was the music scene like in Bakersfield? I mean, I didn't. It was non-existent for me. I wasn't really in a music scene in Bakersfield. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just. I, it only took till I went to L.A. where I felt like at home. You know, mm -hmm. that was later on in my life, like during college. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess yeah, it's, it's not to say there wasn't a scene. Like, you know, they had right. Jerry mm -hmm. Pizza and stuff, like, mm -hmm. pop, like rock and stuff would come out there. Yeah. People, yeah. I mean, later on, like some people from the Volta, like Omar, Rodriguez Lopez, I think they were telling me. I remember they were telling me that they played there before. It was either him or Cedric. And okay. I was like, okay. So it was like popping, but like I wasn't, you know, in that that uh you know area or you know like it, it was just you know it wasn't really my thing but. right yeah uh just so you know mario jerry's pizza is like this grungy bar pizza place in downtown bakersfield i saw um this group called dr devito there and i feel like tenacious d went there one time too <laughs> that's dope but i used to i used to cover music for my college newspaper there and uh oh, cool. cyrus's brother the other part of uh what's that metro station uh true trade tra, whatever his name is yeah he was also there oh that's cool 
See, I do love a good like grungy dive bar. I feel like they're not given enough attention out here in LA. Like everything's so like, I mean, not, I love the prissy and proper too, obviously. Oh, you're but, in LA? Yeah, I'm in LA. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm getting out of here soon. Yeah. Here soon. I ain't into this, this, this shit. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you? Okay. Yeah. Because you're in LA right now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yeah, very ritzy, uppity vibe, which I don't mind, but I do miss, like, coming from Denver, we definitely had, like, our dive bars were... Oh, you coming like, from Denver? Yeah, Man, so I had 303, rest my squad. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but, like, I I, I would have stayed there <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I mean, But I don't, I don't know how it is out there now. I mean, every yeah. time I went, I just, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I definitely love Denver. I was telling Lana, like, I do feel like at some point in my life, I will eventually go back to Denver, but I was born and raised, so it was like, you know. Oh, yeah, I see. I see. Yeah, I But we did have, we had a fun music scene. I kind of like, like you said, in Bakersfield, it was just like those grungy dive bars where someone might just pop in. I've literally never, I don't think I've ever did a show in Bakersfield. I've done a show in Denver, <laughs> but I've never, <laughs> like, never done a gig in Bakersfield. Like, I... I may be the worst person to talk to about the music scene there. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just all, like I said, all the places I traveled are just mm-hmm. outside of that. I think I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went to Europe first before I, like, I mean, I, like I said, I didn't ever play a show in Bakersfield. I was yeah. in Europe for, like, some of the first shows. So it was just a weird, like, it didn't make sense. But. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a cool way to start you know, performing or, you know, being involved in shows is somewhere that's a completely different country and then coming back to the U.S. and doing shows? I mean, it was, I, it would have been cool to start off, maybe, no, well, not, I don't know about that, but I just never felt like Bakersfield resonated with me, but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I mean, it's cool in a way to go, like, to a different country or that be some of the first gigs or whatever, but. At right. the same time, it's just weird because people be like, oh, yeah, that's how, you know, people, like, start taking notice of you at that point. Right. It's like, that's what happened to Hendrix and stuff. I'm like, but that's lame. Like, people should fuck with you regardless. <laughs> like, right, like right. why, why, you know, so it, it, it put a, like, a, like, it made me feel a little weird at the same time. Even though it's cool, it's just like, why can't people respect, like, the person? Yeah. Yeah, respect the person before they they start like, oh, yeah. they performed in London. Now they're cool, right? Yeah, yeah, I got you. What where was your like favorite place to perform? Or where has it been so far? Like, where did you go? And even favorite if it like, places? or like pl- favorite places to perform, like um, both to perform and even when you were like when you perform. were just like taking a break. Yeah, yeah. Actually, out here in the states, Austin. Um, okay. Yeah. And it's because the people are so genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I'm at home there too. And I, the one of the last shows I actually played was there, like right when they started this whole COVID thing. Like I was feeling so excited about the future at that point because of the show that I had there. Mm-hmm. I was going to start arranging some events out there with some people, and like things were kind of coming together. And I was just like so inspired. And then they pulled this whole COVID thing, right? And then it kind of halted that, but. I think I might be moving there. I don't know. I might move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Austin is is great. I do like Texas a lot. Like you said, it, it does feel like everyone's very genuine there. 
it's got that mm-hmm. you know it still falls into that like southern hospitality vibe. exactly yeah, yeah, you feel yeah. That there. i love it like yeah. it just doesn't feel like that out here you know mm-hmm. yeah. no yeah it's very uh it's i wouldn't say fake but uh it can come off that way and texas is very homey and sweet mm-hmm. just i feel like that when i go to louisiana too like i love yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. i talk to in front yeah. of the airport mm-hmm. to like anywhere else i go to the convenience store they're all just so sweet and nice and yeah 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 same with atlanta yeah yeah no yeah i feel exactly the same it's like you get off the plane and everybody's genuinely smiling Mm -hmm. at you and people like you know strangers nod at you or smile at you on the you know as you're walking by on the street and you don't get that same type of courtesy out there for sure yeah la is saturated you know yeah Mm -hmm. a bunch of people right and plus hollywood's here it's also yeah uh, i was gonna say the food is also really good in the south oh, in the south yeah. yes oh, yeah. Yeah. right so i'm just i'm not saying it's better you. but it does taste a lot i think new orleans or louisiana is the only place i've ever had an omelet without mm-hmm. cheese that was delicious yes like so oh, good the seasonings <laughs> i know it's random i had it at the airport too <laughs> 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 that's how delicious it was <laughs> hey no i agree like i i love beignets that is my my mm. heart but i never get beignets until we go to visit family down in louisiana because i feel like no one else can make them right i was arguing with yeah. some friends who like there's a place in denver it's called like the denver biscuit company and they claim to have beignets and they're like these fancy things that they're basically chocolate donuts, like thick chocolate donuts. And I'm like, that's not what a beignet is. Like, you don't get to call that a beignet. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, they've got beignets. You should try it. I'm like, they don't yeah. they do not do it like Louisiana does. I will say this, that the beignets in Louisiana, my theory and some other people's theories is the reason they're so good is the humidity and the air that the way the dough rises when you make beignets, that mm-hmm. California is so dry, it's not the same way. So they don't taste the same. Even if you had the same ingredients, mm-hmm. it wouldn't come out the same. Mm-hmm crazy right I, could, I mean i guess that because the fluffiness you lose the fluffiness mm-hmm. out here so i could see that like all the moisture <laughs> yeah. in the air helps with the bacon or something i don't know yeah. it does because there's yeast in it and you have to knead it a certain way and it has to rise a certain way so mm-hmm. that's why the humidity is perfect in new orleans i guess for beignet mm-hmm. making just in new orleans though and louisiana probably all of it it's very humid there <laughs> it is and the barbecue is good in Texas. So whenever you go there, oh man, yeah, give me some barbecue. Send me some yeah. sauce. <laughs> yeah, I ate some of the best like grass fed meat ones. Mm-hmm. Out there. I was like, oh, I just I didn't even know like you know <laughs> stuff was made like or like you know raised like that until I moved, I went out. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I get it. Like it can be done in a nice, nice way. Yeah. Well really fresh yeah well and especially like it's like i love down there they have so much meat that like out here if you're going to get like grass-fed beef it's gonna cost you like i don't know 80 dollars right um out there there's just like so much beef it's just like oh you know just go to your local barber or you know barbecue shop if everybody says it's good it's probably got some good meat yeah i've had some grass-fed well-treated Japanese Wagyu mixed cow that they had out here that they treated so nice and sweet, but the burger was like $50, but it was the best <laughs> burger I've ever had in my whole entire life. You know, I don't know if I'm willing to ever pay $50 for a burger. I don't know. I didn't pay for it. It was free. 
but okay well then that's fine (laughs) (laughs) in that case that's fine (laughs) i've got connections well dang hook me up like what's going on (laughs) what what was your like favorite project to work on of the projects that like you like being known for like what was your favorite one to work on i think it's always the stuff with thundercat because Mm -hmm. um i think he gets me on another level because he his musical influence is so broad that it also encompasses mine so, you know, there's not too many other people that I knew that would be like, oh, yeah, Jazz Fusion, you know, John Lupani, you know, this, that. He's that yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. And also the rap stuff and, like, hip-hop stuff and electronic stuff, he was that dude. Right. So it's like, it's only fun when you have somebody else that gets all of it. With that type of mindset with a person, it, it makes me excited because I'm like, we can make something new. Like, regardless right. of we have, like, old influences and stuff, like, what we're going to, like, turn this all into is going to be something new because it's combining so many elements and we're putting our own like flavors on it. So I think he's always been the person that I've really enjoyed um, working with. I want to find the others that are like that. There's got to be a lot, but like, yeah, it's going to say there has to be like more out there, but yeah. Yeah. Hiding, waiting to be found. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was, that was his stuff that I've done. And yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I didn't listen to Thundercat until I think a little bit, like, everybody kind of started hyping up the album, and I was like, let's see if this is really good. And then, like, my anime community was like, he's nerd. You got to listen to it, because he I mean, just even on too. the anime tip, like, he, like yeah. he's, like, the dude, like, yeah. for just about yeah. anything. Like, that's really good, and that's why it's so fun to work with a person like that. It's It's, you know, you have a person that has such a big, tool set of like art and like just you know just all kinds of things to Mm -hmm. and he's funny like he's a comedian to me Mm -hmm. he's an all-around artist so it is only you know fun with a person like that that's what what it's art's for big imaginations you know so right one of those dudes yeah i mean you can definitely hear it in the music from both of you like you could tell that you have a an open, I guess like an open and creative mind when you're creating stuff. And I think that's why I did mm-hmm. end up liking it after I listened. Like once I, I was like, all right, you just hyping up because like anime and I listened to it. Kind of like Lana. I was like, you just hyping her up because she likes anime. Um, and then I listened, I was no, like, oh, I'm no, awesome. like this is a good sign. <laughs> he's this is he's literally sign. one of the best bass players alive right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really is. But, you know, he does all the other stuff too. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of insane of like the type of artistry, you know, he has. There's not really just shit that that's that crazy yeah. except for like you know Lewis Cole. Lewis Cole is on a whole nother fucking level. Like mm-hmm. as far as artists, like like the he he plays everything so good, and it's like he plays the drum drums while he's playing the keyboard, and it's just mm-hmm. like how the fuck do people like how do you? How do you do I've, that, only right? one, I've only known one other dude that does that, and that's like yeah. Anthony Parks. But then Lewis Cole is just a whole. It's like Clowncore. Yeah. So Clowncore, as far as music that really I'm really enjoying right now, is Clowncore. Okay, yeah. And not just music, because it's not it's it's about also, you know, the videos that they make with the music. Right. They're right. like playing in porta potties with Clown Master <laughs> on. And mm-hmm. it's just hilarious. But it's like the most amazing like technicality of music. It's like, whoa, like how the fuck it's just like Thundercat. It's like the it's got comedy in it. It's got amazing playing and artistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I respect yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely respect the, the uniqueness of just like anyone who, and like you said, the technicality of it, like just listening to someone who clearly understands how to play instruments is a rare find these days to so listen to someone that's like, Oh no, you're, you're good. You know what this is. Um, yeah. Is a pleasure. It's the same like feeling I have when I like listen to her and like listen to her play guitar, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, you like you know how to work that guitar. You like you yeah. resonate with that instrument. Yeah, yeah. It puts me in a weird place because, you know, he was the guy that I, I've worked with the most. We made so much music that we haven't even released, and mm-hmm. it makes me. It's almost like I'm. Uh, how do you say it? It's like doing drugs. Like if you're doing yeah. like a, like a, something that like I'm not that I do drugs or anything, but if it was like a good, <laughs> I mean whatever. Like, but it's like um, if you did something that you just got it, you just went up to such a high level, and the come down, you know, with other like artists, it's hard to be pleased by or like really mm-hmm. yeah. excited for something when you you deal with a person that's just so on a high level. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, right. I want to find the others, um, but yeah. it's just yeah. a weird predicament because it's almost effortless, effortless with us. It's not like I'm like, we plot like, oh, we got to make a blah, blah, this tune or this tune. And it's like how mm-hmm. everybody's all like, uh, they're kind of all just planning it out. Like we just right. kind of create and just get in the zone and it's easy. But then like, when I have all that, and then it's like so much, so much of the other artists, you got to be like, oh, we got to do this type of thing or that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not even that high level of connection. It's like, you know, just it's just a weird space to be put in. Yeah. But there's some others. Yeah. I got to I got to see what's up with somebody else that really has the skills. I mean, Lewis Cole, I would wear But I feel like with him, it's like he does everything. It's like, I don't even know. Yeah. just there (laughs) right like you just be sitting there yeah yeah i think um i i was i think i was talking to mari or you about Mm -hmm. this but i uh never had really gotten thundercat i would always hear good things about him but i've I've seen a lot of his interviews and i remember i was watching the hot ones interview that he did a couple of days ago and I was just like, he just seems like he's so authentically himself. But I no, feel like yeah, I've never, yeah. I've never met him. But I feel like if I met him, he would be the same. He would just way. be him. Like he's just yeah. him. no. That he's just Thundercat. Like he's but, right, his but, own state of being. That's why right. I respect my friends so much, and that's what I'm saying. Even on the artistry mm-hmm. tip, as well as mm-hmm. just friendship tip, it's like right. I'm, you know, I don't, you don't meet people like that, like yeah. all the, and so it's like. It, it, it's hard for me to be pleased by other people, even mm-hmm. like or artists. When you have a person that literally is themselves yeah. and they're awesome and they make right. great music, you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, like you're waiting uh, for the other shoe to drop. You're yeah. like, all right, yeah. here's all this yeah. great stuff. Where is the? And I then think- it's just like, oh no, this is just you. Yeah. What artists have influenced you, um, like as you're making your music or when you were starting to get started? Like, were there any particular artists that like influenced your? your sound or the direction you decided to go or anything like that yeah i mean there's a lot i mean there's the when i first started it's like basic shit like timbaland the neptunes and Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. i started listening to like jazz fusion like way out of the you know in a different field of music yeah um, 
and then it was like certain like rock stuff or like progressive rock like Mars Volta okay. later on um I mean there's a lot there's a lot of influences really yeah but um yeah those are some of the main starting points then even like Led Zeppelin like just a lot <laughs> of course of right yeah at a certain point <laughs> Jimi Hendrix actually actually I was listening to like a lot of Jimi Hendrix in high school at a certain point because a friend gave me this whole box set of his stuff and it was like hmm. even some of the unreleased stuff or the stuff that he didn't properly release and I was like wow you know and yeah uh, Pink Floyd and hmm. stuff yeah as well um yeah there's, but there's there's a lot you know after that point you know. right like as you continue to go mm-hmm I feel like I didn't uh, really appreciate Jimi Hendrix until, I don't know why, like college. I think probably because I was stuck in my emo emo boy band phase. Um, <laughs> but boy. yeah, yeah, you know, I was too busy on Fallout Boy, all right? <laughs> oh my gosh. But I moved, I looked at, I got better, all right? I, <laughs> I sought help. <laughs> sought help. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> Tragic. Excuse you. <laughs> I, but look, they're good in their own way. Look, anyway. No, no. Follow, I didn't say that. I'm just saying because you said you saw I didn't say that. Eventually. <laughs> I, like, I eventually came out of it and listened yeah. to everything else. <laughs> yeah, I came out of the world. I was like, oh, there's other, what? There's other music out here? But I was always like, when I wasn't listening to Fall Out Boy, I was always listening to rap, but it was like, my dad was into stuff like the Grave Diggers and, you know, Wu-Tang and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time also on that tip, like lots of rap. Um, mm-hmm. And then eventually started opening up to like, oh, what's all this other kinds of music that's out here? And now I'm stuck on like Japanese rock. So that's a whole nother thing. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um, I had a very weird musical upbringing that my dad's like super into music. And he went to college like to play the drums and mm-hmm. he learned how to play a lot of instruments. And so yeah. Um, I listened to like, and I grew up in the South, so I grew up with like, uh, bounce music, but then also my dad was super into jazz. Right. And then one of the first concerts I ever went to was a George Clayton concert. Um, wow. mm-hmm. so I was like, who is this man with colorful hair? My dad like <laughs> loved George Clinton. And, um, he also, I'm pretty sure he probably also introduced me to Jimi Hendrix and a couple of mm-hmm. other people. Cause my dad just like loves music and loves yeah. all different types of it. I feel like, yeah, I feel like my dad probably took me to see Prince too mm-hmm. when he came to like the Essence Festival. Cause my dad used to take us to Essence Festival, mm-hmm. uh, Jazz Fest, all kinds of stuff that was happening in uh, New Orleans. Yeah. So we got quite a bit of like musical upbringing in mm-hmm. uh, my family from old school to like, yeah. you know, newer stuff. And then whatever my dad was working on as well. Yeah, that's that's a uh, interesting. I mean, my dad was a huge music person, which is I think I told you in one of the last episodes. Like he used to be a DJ. He was also a big funkadelic Parliament fan. Um, so we grew up with a lot of it in the house. It just like wasn't for some reason that wasn't what stuck with me. Yeah, so, yeah. My dad also worked a lot with. Uh, he was friends with a guy who also was like working a lot with Cash Money and Master P. So he was like a lot around that and would like let us hear their music or go wow. to their concerts and see like them and uh chopper 
Chopstar. Uh, Chopstar. Chop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we saw him in concert. So <laughs> we got to meet him. And I have like pictures with him and uh, the other guy who's uh, dead now. He got shot shortly after we met him too. Soldier Slim. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Soldier Slim. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He died. I forgot. A while ago. Yeah. It's a while back now. Yeah. So Slim got shot shortly after I met him. <laughs> wow. Lana, yeah. bad luck bear. Um. <laughs> oh, God. You're terrible. <laughs> when you're not, like, working. So two questions, really. I thought the How podcast you- was going to end after she said it's like she met. <laughs> that was that was the end. And, you know, I had to I had to think about that for a minute. I was like, what's that? <laughs> no, you should have. That been the most awesome. One. That should have been it. I'm going to yeah, just rearrange this a little bit. That's just the end of the podcast. <laughs> I met Soldier Slim. Goodbye. <laughs> I, so, I met Soldier Slim. He died shortly after. End of podcast. <laughs> no, I was over here like, was that a bad joke? I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> we'll get canceled. We'll see if we get canceled a few minutes. Okay. I'll blame <laughs> you if we get later. canceled. Right. They're like, that was like, no. <laughs> I'm, it like, was, I'm the next Oprah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, it was all Lana. Wait until she gets famous. Let this pop up. <laughs> oh, my two-parter was going to be, though, when you're not working, like, how do you decompress? Like, what's something that you do just, you know, in your own time to take your mind away from work? You know, it's crazy. It's like lately, um, just thinking about that question, I'm like, I don't do that enough. You know, like, Mm -hmm. so much of the time my mind is on music making. Yeah. Like, like trying to make music while my my equipment's broken or something. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like, um, hmm, what what do I do? Watching stuff on, like, Gaia or something. But it's been a while. Like, lately, I've literally just been working. Yeah, because I took kind of a bit of a long break this time. It was like a month where I felt like I couldn't do anything. My eyes went like kind of bad, like it was going like double vision. Yeah, my um, mom was in the UK, and in that time I would just go to the water. So that was how I decompressed. I would just go to the beach. Yeah. But now that I'm back, because I'm not near the water, and I felt like I needed to get back in the mode. I haven't really been decompressing um well i mean so. you're in L- you're in la you just gotta drive to the beach nah yeah. he's gotta watch anime and play video games oh yes that's true sorry I mean, please I excuse know. that <laughs> I, would, I don't even play video games anymore i i that would be cool to have that again to do that but then i i've always feel guilty like if i get a, a gaming system again so it's like See? my mind is so on music most of the time yeah I feel like but, that's, um, you got to let that go, that guilt go. I used to do that. I, do. I used to be like, I, I'm i not working, you know, I'm not working on whatever I wanted to work on. And just got to let that go eventually. Your brain deserves to rest. Yeah. Well, and play well, Friday Night Funk. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I'm really, you know, just in that state to slow down, like mm-hmm. a book or something or. Yeah. Or, Gaia or, or something about some otherworldly stuff or yeah or esoteric things sometimes. So I mean, um, yeah, I was going to ask are you more of like a fiction or nonfiction book reader. I'm more of a uh, non nonfiction person. Okay. Though um, I'm sure people might think of me as a imaginary fictional type, you know, 
fantasy person, but I'm I'm really um I really like stuff that I can I can like learn, like to apply. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Okay, um, so you're like more of a learner or are you more of like a because like I like nonfiction that's ba- my favorite is fiction, but I like nonfiction that's like based around I guess it's in between nonfiction and fiction, like mythology and stuff look, like that. Yeah. Actually yeah. I would say I'm I like both. If it can be both. Like okay. I think that's good for the brain. I think that's good for the, both of the hemispheres of the brain, to yeah. be honest. But I I seem to be more drawn to like you know non-fictional things. The non-fiction, like yeah. Things that yeah. But yeah, I I, I value both though. I think it's yeah. a good idea to do both. No, that's fair. I'm definitely more fiction leaning. Like I know I should read more non-fiction, but I'm like, hmm, this is boring. Give me spaceships. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can learn in the, the fiction. You can you can learn lots of things through fiction, and it 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 helps open your imagination to where you know if you're just somebody that's like only about reality or what is done in reality. Sometimes you don't get to even have a big enough imagination to create something new. So I think it's both needed. Like I was saying, Does that well, make sense? yeah, yeah. Thank you for making me feel better about my uh, <laughs> preference for fiction. <laughs> yeah. I've been reading nothing but fiction this year. I think I've read like 30 or 30 something books so far. And I can't <laughs> stop reading fiction. And I feel like my brain is going to explode eventually. Well, don't let that happen. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like advise against brains exploding. <laughs> too, too much information. <laughs> too many stories. I get them all mixed up and then I try to explain them to Mari. Actually, one of the last books I read, um, I mean, people could uh, classify it as fiction. It was about mm-hmm. Arcturians. <laughs> oh, yeah. The extraterrestrials or interdimensional beings or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, people would be like, that's that's uh, fiction, right? But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the fiction category because, like, yeah. some of that stuff is, like, how do you prove that? You know, right. I resonate with some, but it's like, how do you prove that? Yeah. When, I think that falls into my mythology, like half fiction, half not kind of okay. like, I feel like that falls on that scale somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, I totally thought about Mass Effect. Cause I heard Turians. I was like, Turians? I mean, the <laughs> extraterrestrial beings from Mass Effect, the video game that Chuck should be called. They're, they're called Turians in the game? Yeah, they're called Turians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I would yeah, not be surprised is if that's if it doesn't was based have... off of that. Right, exactly. They probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. There we go. Who's the publisher for uh, Mass Effect? Uh, Bio... It's Bioware. Bioware. Yeah. yeah. Right. Those those um, game developers definitely read this type of stuff. They read all kinds of stuff, I can tell. Um, oh, I feel like you'd have to to come up with some of the, yeah. you know, like some Heck of the stuff yeah. they come up with. Yeah, for sure. It's, I, it's so hard to think of something that massive, a world and people and, you know, things behind it that, you know, it, it what do they say? Stranger than fiction. Uh, I think that they have to be reading up on something and like applying that and then coming up with their own thoughts and ideas and going further into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What uh, what games did you? Because I know you said you don't play video games anymore. Uh-huh. What did you used to play? I want to. I really do want to get back into gaming. But in the past, <laughs> I, I think after, and I always tell people this, but after the Dreamcast was just over with, I was bitter. Mm-hmm. 
I was really bitter. Because <laughs> I'm like, why is good shit? Like, why the good? I thought you've been bitter for like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> He's like still mad to this day. Right? Like, like, why, angry seriously, slightly bitter. Like, <laughs> this, and then I started noticing a trend off of like stuff even outside of gaming. It's like all the good shit just like can't doesn't stay. It's like. And then it makes me hate humans because I'm like, who fucking did, who's like, why? Like everything that's like really good, like goes, you know, I was really like into Dreamcast. It was like Dreamcast. the first console to like have the online gaming. And I loved online gaming. I used to like play Quake 2 on PC um, and stuff like that online. And then, you know, Dreamcast comes out and I was like, oh, I can have the console and the online gaming. And then I would play like Fantasy Star Online. And I thought that oh, was fantasy star, amazing yes. because <laughs> of like the weapon, you could just get new weapons. And I had this time where I almost went to cry like this, like uh, uh, this certain class of like, what is the, I can't remember the class name, but they got like curly uh, shoes or like toes or like uh, elf. Uh, <laughs> dang, that's not guy, like, me because I played so much I, fantasy star. I yeah. finally got a double saber at a certain point and then this guy stole it from me and it made me want to cry for a second. <laughs> <laughs> And I always remember that moment, but I always thought that was awesome. Like, if somebody died, you could just take their weapon. Even you know, if you're on, you know, obviously you're on, on the same team working on right. a mission. But it's but like, yeah. hey, you That's died, terrible. so. I felt like a kid when the, the ice, your ice cream falls on the ground. That's right. Well, especially when you're dead, because you're like laying there on the ground watching somebody raid your body. And you're just like, okay. Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's just all like, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> That's the reason uh, I don't play online now. <laughs> but I, I I I love that because you know so much of the stuff mm-hmm. that I enjoy, even outside of gaming, is like innovative stuff, stuff that's yeah. first. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I mean, I'm sure you know there's all kinds of cool games. I just don't play. But it's just I feel. I don't know. Like I don't see too much crazy innovation to be honest. Some people be like, "No, what are you talking about? It's all kinds of cool shit." Like, and I'm like. Yeah, I guess, but it's like if it was like stuff got halted, like even the technology now, like computers, I'm like, mm-hmm. this ain't yeah. really progressing. Like, this is like the same shit. And then you realize like all this other stuff about just governments and things, and you're like, wait, everything does really suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like I, I was a kid I, being like, yeah. oh, there's gonna be like flying saucers and shit, or like we're gonna have like flying cars. Yeah, and I like I I know that stuff is possible, but. Well, yeah, that, I was just really, uh, really, really bitter after the dream because yeah. like, everything that's good, everything that's good, like it was like even cooler, like it, like than the like Nintendo. Wait, now, so what am I? What am I? What am I trying to explain? The, what is the Nintendo that's out now with the oh, the, uh, the Switch? Switch. Yeah, 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 the Switch. Yeah. yeah, like it had the the little thing inside the controller before that shit, like years oh, before. Oh, like with the uh, the Wii U, yeah, when they had yeah. the like, screen like, inside the controller, yeah. That's yeah. what makes me more bitter. It's like, why is it the really good shit that goes? Like, yeah. it's like, like, do people just have really shitty taste or like what? Like, but then I people probably look at me like, oh, you're the only one that likes that. And I'm like, I know, I'm a, I know, no. I don't have bad taste. I think people just I don't. Think, uh... They accept anything, I guess. I don't know. I so people I get really fired up about Dreamcast and like <laughs> and like <laughs> the government and like yeah yeah I hope the uh, government are hoarding makes- all the Dreamcasts yeah I hope Sega sends you a Dreamcast like they, they hear this and they're like oh my god we need to send that they're guy like, a Dreamcast that man right needs now. a Dreamcast uh, I would love it <laughs> and Fantasy Star Online let's yeah. hope that you also playing Sonic Adventure too like 
Let's yeah. that is, that. Yes. That was one yes. of the best Sonic games. I'm sorry. I'm bitter like you. I was bitter when I saw that when Sega decided to re-release some of their Sonic uh, games. We already talked yeah. about this. They didn't release Sonic Adventure 2, like remake it, like remaster it. They did yeah. Sonic Colors or something that was terrible. Yeah, some it's, game that yeah. literally nobody asked for. I was like, who was sitting up there I'm like, bitter. you know what would be a good one? Sonic Colors. Colors. Like, yeah. no, Sonic Adventure 2, the greatest one with the little child that you... You know, you upgrade and you have mm-hmm. the little gardens and right. all the awesome levels. Plus, the soundtrack yeah. was so good on that game. Like, soundtrack yeah, was Sonic really used to always have good music, even in yes. the, like Genesis days. Like, yeah, but yeah. wasn't like wasn't uh, Michael Jackson like a ghostwriter on what was it? Sonic. Well, it sounds like it. I always, it always yeah. reminded me of like Michael Jackson. Yeah. He definitely know. did the music for one of the games. I can't remember. I think it was three, but I can't remember. Is that the one with the water level and like the metal city? I love that music. Uh, I hate that level. I love the music, yeah, but I hate, I hate that, that level. level. But I like yes, music. and I also hate the part of that level. The music when he's drowning too. Oh yeah, that used to like creep me out, or like yeah. to, you know, it makes you panic a little bit. Yeah, that's what it, it would get my heart going a little bit. I'm like, yeah, stop. Mine too. yeah. It's like, well, why can't you swim? <laughs> But I do like, I definitely get the, like, um, the Dreamcast was very innovative for a time. That mm-hmm. and the Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis with the Sega channel that would refresh and give you 30 new games every month. Like, that mm-hmm. was very innovative for its time. And we get similar things that we pay, like, $60 a month to get two free games on the PlayStation Network. And it was like, Sega was doing that for, like, 10 bucks a but month. why does these things end? That 30 year like- why well, don't Sega must have went out of business or something? Well, like, that's what they, they don't even make business. They just don't make no. They anymore. don't make consoles anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what yeah. they stopped. They, they they kept the arcade stuff and like you know get oh, sure did, for yeah. other consoles. But yeah. it was like, how did they go out of business? It was so good. It was just. Worth I think it. it was one of those things that they were like too big for their time. I feel the same way about Nintendo. Like even I think the Switch has taken off very well, but. Like the Wii U, like you mentioned, with the screen inside the screen. I mm-hmm. did. I like that as well. But I think sometimes their ideals are ahead of what people want for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so and that's what makes me hate selling. humans. <laughs> that's what's dark. The dark side of me. That's why I don't like fuck with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, how the fuck? Like, who? Like, what, what, what type of taste do people have? Like, how do you not <laughs> like? It wasn't like Dreamcast was hard to play. It was oh, pretty, I agree. pretty intuitive to me. Oh my I don't god, know and it had a little can I curse on this show? You know, I ne- I yeah, I was like, I never bleep out anything. It says it's quick. Now, now you got me mad <laughs> making me remember why I'm bitter about like drinking. <laughs> The Dreamcast. I swear, I'm going to send you a Dreamcast. I know. I still have my Dreamcast too. Now I'm going to go plug it back up, mail it to him. Here you go. I'm not going to be happy until they release a new console. I know Sega needs to come back, release a console. But smart enough. Oh, what happened was, I, I think I'm reading this, is that Sony yeah. held 60% of the overall video game market and uh, during that time. So Sony yeah, was like, we're going to put you out of business. Sony was king. Yeah. They probably sent like some mobsters over to Sega and was like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty it. sure of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I think Sony still owns a large portion of the. Well, Nintendo's been, you know, they're getting, they're getting there. But I feel like Sony still has kind of like a monopoly on the gaming market. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, your um, flying PS5s are so exclusive. Exclusive now. <laughs> I know yeah. it's on purpose. 
I don't think I'm telling you I don't think they exist but um uh, the transfer I was just (laughs) oh yeah that was it was a cardboard box painted to look like a PS5 I'm convinced (laughs) um but I was watching the Transformers movie uh like the really old cartoon when that came out in like 1990 or something um and the intro starts with like the year is 2005 and they've got like these flying cars and everything and I'm like that did not happen in 2005 I feel yeah. like we were wrong. This, this stuff, <laughs> the, the thing that happens is that this stuff is happening. They just don't let it out. That's well, what seems to be the trend. It's like, think about what Nikola Tesla knew like 100 something years ago. Like, mm-hmm. He was going to create the internet before it was the internet with that, ta- that tower. And what happened? JP Morgan or who was it? Like, they just burnt the tower down. And it's just like this. This happens to even, you know, people innovating other things, mm-hmm. like when it's a threat to some power structure, they'll hide it and they'll yeah. keep it for themselves. So that's all. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's our, another that's thing. why we don't have flying cars. Yeah. Dang it. Or Dreamcasts. <laughs> or dream, <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's why we don't have Dreamcasts anymore. Yeah. They don't want you to dream. I told you the last old school game from my childhood I played was uh um Um Jammer Lammy. Is that what it's called? I was getting yes, it's good old Parappa Um Jammer rapper. Lammy. Yeah, <laughs> I love Parappa. The first rapper. Of yes, my life. the I'm OG scared. rapper, Parappa the rapper, the only rapper I respect, Parappa rapper. <laughs> <laughs> kick, kick, punch. <laughs> hey, he could spit. I'll, it's fine. Also, like, um. When Battlefield started first coming out, mm. um, oh yeah, well not first, but like one of the first ones that a lot of people don't talk about that I've really enjoyed was Battlefield Vietnam. Like the music yeah. game was so good, like they had all the old school like hits. It mm-hmm. was dope, and huh. just what you could do in it, like flying in a certain way, it was like, yeah, but yeah, it's really old. But yeah. See, I never got into Battlefield because I was bad <laughs> at it, but mm. yeah. but i appreciate any game with good music okay i was gonna ask like is there like a video game soundtrack that you really like would it be battlefield or have you heard a soundtrack yeah battle battlefield vietnam would be a great sound well that's a good soundtrack to me but as far as like soundtrack as in stuff that wasn't like music you heard before yeah uh, i really like fantasy star online's uh, (laughs) i hear this Someone uh, who's a pretty like well-known uh, like game soundtrack human. There is an actual word for these people. Composer uh, <laughs> um, worked on <laughs> worked on that soundtrack, and I'm trying to think of who really? it was. Yeah, I'm trying to on think on the Fantasy Star Online one. Yeah, yeah. Who Crazy. was it? But um, but yeah, no, it had some really good music. That's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm old school or like old stuff, but. Like I said, just got bitter after the whole Dreamcast thing. Yeah, I get it. It's like a punch in the gut once the Dreamcast left. The Dreamcast used to also have those um, those memory cards where you could put like your chow in it and stuff That's like that. That's what I was saying. That's and, yeah. what I was saying about how like they were doing that before Nintendo started doing that. Way before. With oh, the, the guy who worked on Fantasy Star was also the composer for all the Sonic games. Yeah. That's the guy who... Um, he doesn't. Oh, I think he, he just works in a lot of Sega. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he, he yeah. must work for Sega. I was going to say he owns it, but no. I wonder if he's better, too. <laughs> Maybe they were like, you can keep your life if you just shut up. <laughs> work on the work on the games uh did you ever see sega's headquarters because also one of the headquarters is in london and one is actually out here in irvine too oddly enough um i think i may have seen it i'm not really sure um i don't think well, i've just, seen one in london though okay interesting i didn't know they had one yeah, we'll just go storm the headquarters and demand they bring the Dreamcast back. I'm just camp out. I like it. Like, better make a new concert. Where's the Dreamcast too? <laughs> Include Fantasy Star Online in there too. So I'm gonna just sit out here hating forever. Well, you know, I heard whispers about a Fantasy Online coming to the Switch, so maybe. Yeah, I mean, I know, they, you know they always make the ones for the the other consoles. I see. Yeah. It I'm won't just, be the same. It won't be the It's not the I, same. I want, yeah. I want something new, like some cool <laughs> shit to where I'm like, damn, like this is a new world. Like I feel like like dead inside when I see so yeah. much stuff. I can't say for every game. Obviously, I'm not playing any. I see mm-hmm. different stuff. Right. Like, I just I just want to feel that. I just like new stuff. Like, and I I'm think that's why my music, my music and the people I'm influenced by, they yeah, it's unique, you know? Like Yeah. So yeah, at my it, that's what my soul craves is like some new experiences, right? And I don't have that. I just get kind of bitter. Did did you ever play Smash Bros? I have. I've played. I've actually played it a bit while I was out in the UK. We would go to mm-hmm. um, this is like loading bar. This thing called the loading bar where you could like drink like alcohol and play games. I played it a bit. I want to go there. (laughs) (laughs) To be a part of this alcohol and video game. I think there's a lot of games out now that you probably like. Because they do have some... I was thinking about Smash Bros. Because of some reason, when I was thinking about some of the visual stuff that you do, I was thinking about that hand. The master hand. Oh, like master hand. Master Master hand hand and and crazy hand. (laughs) Crazy. Oh, yeah. That break dances (laughs) on you. Yeah. (laughs) I totally forgot about that. Um, but I think there there's a lot of games now that you I think you would enjoy that have like unique soundtracks and uh just kind of just unique storylines and plots and imagery yeah. and everything that I think you'd find something that you would enjoy. Maybe it won't be Dreamcast and Fantasy Star Online, but it, it would be I think equally as is, you know, inspirational or entertaining or whatever. For sure. Yeah, I think that is why I tend to go more RPGs is because like, well, I don't Mm -hmm. find that innovation in like the technology anymore. At least the storytelling is more innovative. Like I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. like, you know, like the shooters and stuff like that. And that's great, too. But I need something that's going to like stimulate my brain a little bit while I'm playing. So I love RPGs. I'm like, okay, something's going on. There's a story I need to keep up with, you know? Yeah. And choices. I love choices. Yes, yeah. I love being choices. able to make a choice and that it's <laughs> always a different game based off that. So I think you would like that um, yeah. that choice system of, uh, you know, choosing to go one way or the other or be in the middle or choose your own path, you know, that makes yeah, a been, unique ending. Yeah. Yeah, I've been wanting a good RPG to play. Yeah. To get back into Game. play undertale i feel like you'd like undertale, undertale. i don't know why <laughs> oh undertale's good yeah it's so odd in um did you ever play earthbound 
With Ness? Yeah. No. Okay, so it's it was inspired by Earthbound, but Undertown has like a very like chill like what is it soundtrack Mari for the game like yeah I don't know every time I watch Undertale I just feel at peace yeah I'm looking at it right now it looks cool <laughs> Staz yeah. I feel like he'd like Staz <laughs> <laughs> Staz I love Undertale I think yeah yes I think that's a good recommendation for sure I always wanted to play World of Warcraft but I oh, was scared yeah. I was always scared that I was gonna lose my life so I never did it I left, yeah, I lost my life to World of Warcraft for like four years, and I played Final Fantasy fourteen and lost my life for like another three years. So <laughs> I advise against it if you want to do anything else. Yeah, I really wanted to, yeah. but it's always questioned. I was like, I know I'm going to like it too much, probably. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, or do, there you go. That's that break you needed. Just take a nice three-year-long break. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Just, <laughs> just, yeah. just like, just end up having a colostomy bag like <laughs> what, 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 what is that like a thing of yeah. <laughs> like a colostomy, yeah. a colostomy just have it lined up an IV with water just been in that same yeah. spot <laughs> it's like all overweight now everything yeah well if he's only drinking water through his IV he'll be fine he'll yeah. be shriveled up he'll be good <laughs> his eyes are all sunken in like and his bio is and he retired to play world of warcraft for the rest of his life and now he's a champion and he makes millions of dollars beating people in world of Warcraft. but he smells like pit. <laughs> right but he smells like he pee and never leaves his <laughs> he can't speak speak our language anymore <laughs> speak some like orc elf language or something the game. I know. <laughs> speak the language of the gnomes <laughs> i'd like that i'd be like wow he was really cool. Everybody starts to appreciate him as he's never making music again. He's like, I never want to do that. He recommended I listen to Thundercat. I still, I listened, I did listen to one Thundercat song. I listened to it's right up your alley. I know, it all should the- be right. I love anime, video games, nerdy things, and music. I listened to yeah. Dragon Ball Do Rag. That's the, the song I listened to. Just <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at that title, right? Like, come on. Who does that? Nobody does that, but this, and that's like that's why I respect him. You know, I respect that yeah. shit. And he won a Grammy, and it's, it's like, dude, everybody shut the fuck up. Like, like punk, that was punk right there. Like, like I don't see any punk right now. Really, mm-hmm. that was the last punk like move. That it's just like, and then I'm like, I'm still waiting for like Clowncore to get a Grammy. Like I was like saying like, like a couple years ago, I was like, if they don't win a Grammy. And it's like that. Most people be like, "Why would they win a Grammy?" But I'm like, "Dude, you can't. If you're if you don't respect this, and you're not to me, you're not really about artistry. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless, if they're they're playing at a fucking porta potty, and it's fucking ridiculous. But it's like amazing. It's like just respect good shit. How about that? Like, let's do that. And then the world can evolve a little bit. Well, we. But instead, they want to get rid of the fucking exactly. Dreamcast. I was going there. I was like, I was about to bring it up. I was like, that's why we don't have Dreamcast. That's why we don't have Dreamcast anymore. Because <laughs> they don't yeah. respect good things. They were like, it's too good. Yep. Get rid of it. Yep. Right. <laughs> get rid of it. It's weird. Yep. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's too much. It's yeah. people people won't understand <laughs> this. Yeah. They won't get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's too advanced for them. It's and my thing, even I used to get, you know, bitter about stuff that was on the radio. Like there was things that sometimes we're here on like mainstream radio or okay. whatever. 
the channel stuff. I mean, okay, I like I like that a little. You know, I like some of this, but one thing that would piss me off is that it's like they dictated what people mm-hmm. liked. Instead, people, you know, you would have people be like, well, you know, it's just what people like, and I'd be like, no, that's not what just yeah. what people like. They're just forcing that onto people, thinking so that they think that's all they like. That's not how mm-hmm. it works. If you open people up to more art and more things to where they just normalize seeing things that are a little bit different, they would have more of a broader taste, you know? So I don't know. I just, that's the world I wish I was living in. And now, you know, we, since we have the internet, we had, we got to program ourselves in a way, but now there's shit. I mean, like the way they're just even taking stuff down, censoring things that it's not necessarily through music, but other things I'm like, I wonder if this is even. Yeah. I'm hoping like, yeah, go ahead, Lana. No, I was saying I haven't listened to like radio in a long time because I don't even know any of the newer artists half the time. I mean, I discover them on my own people I like and don't like. But yeah, some of the newer people, the things that people like on TikTok and the songs that are popular, I'm like, what is this? Right. Like, like why is what's this? What's happening here? Well, I was watching <laughs> a... Um... It was a video. I can't remember who it was. It was something on YouTube, though, and they were kind of breaking down, you know, musical sounds. It's like we found this one, you know, like this one set of beats and sounds that is basically always going to sell. And so that's why we just continue to hear the same music over and over and over again. And it's not like truly good, but for some Mm -hmm. reason, it's appealing enough that people will keep buying it. And so they just keep producing it. And it's like, I just want to hear something different. Like, just give me something different. I definitely know people who have told me like, oh, I like this because it's catchy and they don't like, like, they don't like Kendrick's, some of Kendrick Lamar's stuff. Because they're like, well, that's not catchy. I I I know. I've discussed this. Yeah, I was like, don't speak to that person ever again. When I used to live in Bakersfield, the thing, when I used to live Mm -hmm. in Bakersfield and, you know, growing up, uh, that was the thing that used to really piss me off when people said that shit. And it was annoying to me because... You can make anything right. catchy, mm-hmm. like, and that doesn't mean that yeah. it's good. It that doesn't mean right. it's good. That's just yeah. That's just like a fucking person that's like, oh, I'm like, you just program me to be a fucking stupid You're robot. Right. Like, that's all that yeah. is to me. That doesn't say anything about like, oh, I'm like accepting right. art and really enjoying it for what it is. Oh, it's just gonna be the same thing that I've heard before and over and over. Yeah. And like, it's just like. Fucking yeah. die already. I like read a like about how people find comfort in things that are just similar, you know, especially people with anxiety. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a comfort thing where like this music sounds the same. And no, like, it is. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. But it's like that's what it is. And sorry for my bad language and and no, and be just you. being <laughs> negative no, about this it. Been great. <laughs> but yeah, but it's been yeah, it's gonna be the but best. it's just it's like, the best episode ever. It. <laughs> we all like have things that we want to feel comfort in. There's a lot of things like I do that I'm like, Oh, I just want to kind of like the same thing, you know, but it, it's just at a certain level with certain people. It's just, they take it too far. It's like, everything has to be this thing that they've experienced before. And it's just like, that's just not, that's not even living life. That's like, that's being right. dead. And to me, that, yeah. would feel, that would get very boring very quickly. If all I did was just, listen and do the things that make me comfortable every single day I like people make me feel a little bit uncomfortable yeah. to be honest like that's why i like people like right. thundercat and shit they'll say some shit to me that i'm like wait yeah. i didn't expect that like you know i mean like I, that, and i think i realized the people that i'm surrounded by or the people that when i am around because i i say to myself a lot but like they're the people i'm attracted to that I'll, i'm willing to go around are people that are like that 
just kind of like not typical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I just, I need fresh perspectives. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm the type of artist I am. It, you can tell that maybe like I have to have something a little different. Like it can't just like, it's just boring like to do that. Like the moment I start even getting too like structured and like being like it has to be like this i just feel like weird inside i feel like like i'm being a phony or something yeah they uh i was gonna say that i think it's mike todd that said comfort and growth do not go together that if you're comfortable you'll never grow and so i think that's important to know too that like the more comfortable you are the less likely you're to grow and go outside of the box and become everything you need to because you're just so comfortable with your day-to-day activity or, or being in and that could apply to a job, school, life, whatever. That once you get comfortable, yeah. like you're no longer growing, you're just right. complacent. Mm-hmm. And then, and then yeah. you die. Yeah. And then you, right? And then you die. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, metaphorically, a lot of old- and re- really, literally too. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's, and that's true. It's like a lot of people when they don't accept any new input. Yeah, they're just right. done it. Like they don't, you know, they're not gonna do anything new. Like. You know, you gotta always be receiving mm-hmm. new input to even change. And right, and I feel like that's especially important for like artists and creators and that kind of like if you're the only person who's telling you what you think is good, or if you're around a bunch of people who are going to go, yeah, that's a great idea. We should totally do that all the time. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah, say like, yeah. Yeah. I was about to like, say somebody's I, name. I, <laughs> I, I don't you do it. I, 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 feel, I feel like we're all thinking of the same person, the same artist. I, I had a. Yes. <laughs> I had a conversation with this electronic artist. Um, he's old school mm. dude. Amon Tobin's amazing. And he was saying that, that that's the thing that bothers him. And I was like, me too. Like, yeah. I, I can't. People that are like that, like, it's just it's so weird. Because it's just like, dude. Right. Just, like, you can't like everything I do. Like, yeah. stop, stop just trying to, like, like right. what I like. Just because, like, and he was saying yeah. that he... I don't know if I should be. I mean, it's not something that that's like yeah. personal, but I was like, don't just don't say names. Saying, you right. know, you tell it's it's people, you know, that they're trying to keep a contact. Right. They're trying to yeah, which makes you know, sense. Like if they're trying to keep you uh, in their circle. Yeah, I get it, but it's like mm-hmm. I get it, but I I, I personally don't give a right. fuck about shit like that. Yeah, like 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 the, the everybody everybody that is basically been around like even high mm-hmm. celebrities like I'm st- I'm gonna say what I want to say. Right. Like I don't. I just it's just uncomfortable for me to like try to fit yeah. in something that I'm not. I think that yeah. that has been uh, my greatest issue with I mean just like I'm I'm very bad at holding my tongue. I think I've gotten better as I've gotten older, but uh <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in that <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Um, <laughs> I laughed like I've known you all your life. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> no, you're still terrible. Um, but yeah, I do I do think it's one of those things where you have so many people who are so interested in, you know, either keeping you in their circle or maybe this is my chance to get ahead or whatever else um, that they're willing to just agree with everything you say. And I know like I've had sometimes to my own detriment, I've had a very hard time just agreeing with people. Um, But I do feel like you get further in life being willing to have those tough conversations of like, no, I I don't Mm -hmm. think this is great. Or like, maybe you shouldn't do that or let's do something else. Um, And that's how you grow. Yeah. Or you're you just yeah. honest. You're like, this is trash. What you're doing, it's terrible. It's garbage. Right. I'm the same way. I'm very blunt, but I've learned mm-hmm. to be. Um, I'm still very honest with people, but sometimes I feel like if I if me saying something isn't gonna 
help like if they're not going to accept it because sometimes I feel like it's just a waste of my energy yeah I'm still a very honest person like that it's not gonna yeah it's not Mm -hmm. gonna change them right Mm -hmm. yeah I I understand so it's hard sometimes and that's why I have no friends except for three people so (laughs) shout out to the three so, no. <laughs> no, I think that's different though. That's protecting your own peace. Like, and there's a difference between, you know, choosing to plead the fifth and actively agreeing with someone that you know you don't actually agree with. Like, I might just sit there and be quiet and, you know, sip my tea while shit's going down. But no, <laughs> that's a little no, no, she won't. Don't believe her. I okay, heard Mari tell somebody, <laughs> I will speak to you as needed. <laughs> and then disappear and was not say that, anything to anybody for a whole week. <laughs> was that not protecting my peace? <laughs> she literally said, told some people, I will speak to you as needed. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. The, the time I'll do that, like, similar, something similar to that would be, like, usually like, in a club or, like, a loud mm-hmm. scenario. And I, I'm I'm like listening to them, and I'm I'm hearing them. I'm trying to ask them. I'll be like, okay, what did you what did you say? And then like it gets to a point where I feel I, I don't want to yeah. keep doing that, so I'll just be like, yeah, yeah. And then I slowly just, just start slide walking. away slowly. <laughs> <laughs> just look. He's like farther and farther every time you blink. He's like eventually disappears into the crowd. Since you've worked with people like Thundercat and Flying Lotus, who have worked on anime or love anime, you know. Um, have you ever watched anime or do you ever intend to get into anime? Um, I haven't watched a lot of anime. Um, I was at a certain point, I was, it was one on Adult Swim that I started watching. I don't, it wasn't Ghost and Shell. I forgot the, maybe it was, was it Full Shell. Metal Alchemist? I forgot what the name was. <laughs> that was on Adult I think, Swim. I, actually, I think it yes. was that. I think it was that. And I, I didn't, it was no, interesting it was- and I just didn't. Maybe it's Cowboy Bebop. No, Full Metal Alchemist was on Adult Swim and don't take this from me. Well, no, because mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell and Full Metal Alchemist don't look alike. So that's why I was thinking it might be that. Not Cowboy Bebop. What's that other one you were talking about, Mari? Mm. Uh, the older one with the woman who solves crimes. Oh, Psychopaths? That wasn't on Adult Swim, though. Yeah. I don't know, nope. maybe. It was Full Metal Alchemist. Congratulations, no, you're a Full Metal Alchemist watching now. No, because no. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist doesn't look like um, Ghost and Shaw. I'm going to say it's Cowboy Bebop I or Dura Dura. I don't understand why you want to take this away from me. Eureka 7, like... Good lord. Why are you trying to bring down my happiness? Anyway, well, if it wasn't Full Metal, you should watch it. It's... Yeah. I think I think it was Full Metal, but that shows how much anime I watched. I yeah. can't remember it was and i just didn't i didn't continue mm-hmm. you know and then cat is always so into yeah. that stuff and it just makes me be like damn i want to i want to watch it and i'm like i'm never probably gonna watch anything because i'm i'm feel like damn where do i start like you know um he's also really into yeah. comics too mm-hmm. and that's another thing i'm like it looks interesting but i just don't i don't really get into that stuff so i'm kind of like boring I'm like the not cool guy right now. <laughs> yeah, this anime is cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm like the tables cool have now. turned. We're the cool kids. <laughs> You're the nerds like who don't like anime, <laughs> right? I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Well, well, you can always go back and listen to our episode where we recommend anime to people. <laughs> this is true. Watch. Or we'll send you a list. We'll just send you a list of random anime you should be watching. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I will send you a random list. Full Metal Alchemist will be on there. I'm sitting Cowboy Bebop. I feel like he'd like Cowboy Bebop. I'm sitting Cowboy Yeah, yes, friends told me to watch it. Um, um, yeah, they were. And uh, I think it was strangely. That Which and one? Psyche. Psyche's a fun one. Like, if you want something funny, for sure. And weird. Funny and weird. That's <laughs> why so I'm sending it to him. That, I'm going to send, I'm going to compile a list of DVDs with a Dreamcast and then some mangas. Just going to get a big old candy package. <laughs> What's this outside of my house? And then some, the, the, uh, what was it? The bag he was talking about so he could hook himself up and just watch anime, play Dreamcast <laughs> for the rest of his life in that room. Well, I'm glad we got yeah. to do this interview before you became a person who sits on the couch with an IV stuck in your arm watching and anime. Yeah, you come at the good, yeah. good time. <laughs> okay, well, so where can people get your albums and see your stuff? I know you have a Patreon, but what's your IG and all your stuff so you can put that on here so yeah, and find it? I mean, you know, I guess you can look on Bandcamp. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the Monopoly Tracks is the Bandcamp okay. name. Okay. Um. You can also, of course, go on the big platforms like iTunes mm -hmm. and Spotify and all that okay. stuff. But um, yeah, lately, it's, I've just been making exclusive for my Patreon because it's almost at a level of like, sometimes I make stuff and put it out. I'm like, do people even give a fuck? And I'm like, who gives a fuck? And I'm like, okay, let me make stuff exclusive for people and, and then I, I realized there's some some cool people that just yeah. want to support and i just just been having a good time sharing stuff cool. with those people because i'm like wait why am i giving shit out for people that don't right <laughs> i don't know and it helps me make a lot more new music because mm -hmm. it, it feels like i'm mm -hmm. wanted you know what i mean i feel yeah. wanted mm -hmm. and so i'm like oh okay it makes me want to just make stuff out of my heart but um, yeah, I, if you want to just get it on like iTunes or Spotify or whatever big platform, it's up there. All that stuff, um, except for yeah, like actually some of the, the last releases. Even um, I did an ambient album in twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. Once the pandemic happened, um, I just thought it was a good idea to make something relaxing and actually really um, enjoyed that. It's one of the most minimal things yeah. I've ever did, but. It's one of the most like rewarding to me. It reminds me of why I did it, and it really calms me down. So, yeah, that's even on big platforms. I I released that independently, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm planning on putting out something for the public, not just Patreon, um, soon. Um, there's a lot of things that Abby wrote that I made, even with Cat, that I've still been holding on to, and some other like amazing musicians. Yeah, what is your IG? So the IG is Mono X Poly. Okay. And um, the Grammy that you have received, the certificate, it's for Thundercats. It is what it is. Yeah. Nice. It's for his. You worked his, heavily on there. Um, Amazing. Um, yeah. And I like, I mean, we did a lot of stuff in the past too, on the mm -hmm. past records. Um, but yeah, uh, we always seem to work 
on things, even though, you know, it's just, it's not the traditional way of being like, oh, let's, let's go to the studio. It's just, it just yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any shows coming up possibly? Or are you just not sure yet? On the 24th in um, Dallas, I'm doing a house set. And I was going to be doing one, a show out here before that, but I just refused it. Um, but yeah, Dallas is the next thing. And then there's going to be one in Atlanta later. I haven't really properly booked a tour or anything, but um, those are the next things until I maybe possibly release an album for the public. Then I'll probably just get a whole tour going or something but if they let us <laughs> yes with this world and that's another reason why i'm hesitating with a lot of my art yeah in a certain so, way. It just yeah just weird. waiting to see until things yeah. clear up kind of see where everything falls I don't think yeah want that there, so it's just fucking strange yeah <laughs> yeah spoiling that patreon that's where i'm putting there's so much music yeah on now. um and also just doing the visual stuff I think it's all it's been inspiring me to like also you know do that with the music. I don't know. It's just it's it's helping my creative process yeah. right now, keeping it exclusive a bit and seeing who right. supports. Well, and like you said, it's nice to like see that people are, you know, that you have supporters that are like willing to pay, but also just like it shows you that there's actual supporters out there. So. Mm-hmm. It's always good to see. Yeah. And then they get to ask me when they get on certain tiers, they get to ask me questions on mm-hmm. production things. I share all that stuff if they want it. But um, a lot of people just, just, I'm realizing they just go there to support, which is cool. That's awesome. I would I'd be up there. I'd be like, hi, I don't know anything about production, but I just wanted to say hello. And I, I love your yeah. stuff. Okay, bye. <laughs> I love your stuff. Here's five bucks. <laughs> Log off really fast before you can say anything back to me. <laughs> like, okay, bye. <laughs> Girl, was weird. <laughs> well, on our side, you can, as usual, catch us at at the Blurdy Girls on Instagram, or you can type in Talk Blurdy to me, and we'll also pop up. Same thing on Facebook and same thing on Twitter that I am, I promise I am actually updating. Um, I just have to get better, but I promise I'm updating. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm the same way. I haven't even updated my website. I don't think. It's hard. It's 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 hard out there. (laughs) For for a pimp or just a person? Yes. I'm just kidding. And when you're trying to get the money for the rent. Exactly. (laughs) Cadillac and gas money spent. <laughs> well, you know, maybe we will do. We just did a giveaway, like I think for Demon Slayer, but maybe we'll mm-hmm. get, do a giveaway in honor of the great guests we have. Maybe yes. I will uh, send somebody some merch from uh, him. I'll buy some and, you know, or something related to this episode. So be on the lookout for that. You might get a out. Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like that would be right if we don't send him a Dreamcast. We send it to somebody else. Not him. We send a Dreamcast to somebody else. To this. He's like, oh, man. He's like, why didn't you send that to me? Where's my Dreamcast? Yeah. It'll be a, a Dreamcast. With fantasy stars online. Signed by us. <laughs> Lana and Mari. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Smiley face. Well, again, it was... Uh, 
it was yeah this is this has been a fun a fun interview i enjoyed it i love talking about music and hey we randomly got to turn to talk about nerd stuff so we still hit our like nerd requir- requirement for talk blurdy to me yeah <laughs> the meter went up yes <laughs> the nerd meter we crossed it it was like acceptable amount of nerd good job <laughs> got the points needed pass yeah. to the next level great thanks <laughs> thanks so we, we made him a nerd too in the process yes <laughs>